0: the the, mental the challenge when you're doing this is to turn the recording on without telling people and then just capturing the brilliance that happens of how we make sure yeah
1: (laughs) i like i you know what i like that capture the brilliance thing so uh jeff hit it
0: right on cue
2: (sighs) just make sure the side gets on to begin Welcome to Everyone Racers, a show designed for the world of low-dollar racing and oddball car culture. It doesn't matter what kind of La Champ or a Lucky Track Dog you run, SCCA or NASA, we won't discriminate. We even think you drift though Drifto flush peeps are, right? As long as you drive it hard and built it yourself. Join us each week for tech discussion, tips, tricks, as well as in news and notes in the world of low-dollar amateur racing... And we might put each other on the spot, be hella sweet or but terrible. And if you're lucky, Chrissy might give you just a tip. Everyone report to the paddock.
0: This is Chris.
2: This is Chrissy. I'm Jeff.
1: And I'm Mental.
2: And we are Everyone Racers. Thanks for coming back and listening to another Heinz installment of our podcast. This is episode 57. And before I get to the first segment... I want to remind everyone not to mention Bubba the Love Sponge this week. <laughs> it seems we did it two weeks in a row. And I just wanted to make sure that. Oh, crap. No crap. I screwed that up, didn't yeah, I? Yeah, yes, yeah, you did. Yeah, yeah, That's three weeks in a row. Stop it. And,
1: and incidentally, I, I took great pains to avoid Heinz in mentioning 57. That's why it was Bel Air, which is infinitely superior.
2: No, I used to live in Pittsburgh. I love Heinz.
0: Yins, <laughs> Yins love Heinz.
1: Yins,
2: Yins love the pints. There, uh, Which Bridge is that. <laughs> yeah. Let's get to w- w- Wish Yins working on
3: Chrissy. <laughs> what does that even mean? I, I don't um, know. It's, no, it it's, it's you Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh for
1: what you're working on.
3: Yes. Okay. So, uh, hi. I am uh, working right now, uh, working late every night, but just kind of like Jeff's life. But uh, this is United Way (laughs) Week, so I am – we're not at our goals yet, so I have a good uh, half an hour worth of work left to do right now. So I'll be a little bit quiet if anyone's looking for me. Um, This weekend, I stayed home. Everybody else was racing. I was home. I was really productive, though, so I – Came home, I made a casserole, I did some laundry, I stained the deck, and that's awesome. Why did you stain the deck? I was supposed I was... to come
2: help. You guys
3: helped stain in deck. Oh, no, no, you're, com- you're coming to help do the kitchen. Kitchen. Oh, okay. <laughs> so and I had
0: the to... Nissan. And I had the to stay- Honda.
3: Oh, Ooh,
1: <laughs> hey, a- you know what? And on that note, hey, Jeff, how's the Citroen paperwork?
2: Exactly where it was. I was racing <laughs> oh. all weekend.
3: Come on. Can you do it sometime? I keep yes. sending you... Now that i have a meme maker, I make my own memes <laughs> <you>. <laughs> meme. Meme
2: maker is the greatest thing on your phone. I know. <laughs>
1: it makes me laugh. I may or may not have had a hand in that, and I'm absolutely not ashamed of it, by no, the way. No. <laughs> you, well, you started it, and,
3: then, and now I make my own memes. So anyway, I stay in the deck because I bargained with Chris and said, we are going to the shore if I stain the deck on some other time when it's not sure weather. So now... I had to stay in the deck. So I stayed home. You all raced. Although if, when you get to the stories of what actually happened, I probably was more productive than you guys. So, oh, no, uh, no, 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 we're, we're
1: all productive. infinitely more productive when we're not racing, but we, we're not we, racing. So who gives a crap? I'd, we did so things. We weren't <laughs> sitting
0: around. like.
1: Yeah,
3: you did <laughs> unnecessary racing, things, though. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, yeah, okay. actually anyway.
1: I, I spent an unsizable portion sitting around because smarter people than me were working on the car. Well, someone <laughs> has to eat chips. Yep. <laughs> right. uh,
3: yeah, so that's what I did this weekend. And then I we had a family party on Sunday, and now I'm working all the time. So that's me. Chris, what do you wake on?
0: Oh, nothing. Just Sitting around. <laughs> <laughs> Eating chips. <laughs> yep. Having have some uh, Mercedes wheel headaches continue. So the wheel that, uh, that had the flat tire is bent. And then I had the other two ultra-rare AMG two-piece 19 by 10-inch rear wheels for the car. That I'd gotten out of a junkyard about two years ago. Before in one lap, both of them had developed cracks. I brought them to a local, you know, import place that's uh, you know high-end European garage that also does race prep and stuff. And they were mounting the tires for me because you know, again, 30 series tires are tough. Anyway, they found these little cracks, and they, uh, I said, okay, great. What should we do to fix it? They said, oh, we can weld that up. I Said, oh, fantastic. So they welded it up. A year later, one of them broke. One of them recracked. They welded it up again. Uh now they're both recracked, so I said, Well obviously that didn't work, so I'm gonna bring all three of these wheels to a nice, you know proper wheel collision place. Wheel place, yeah. Right, up north of Allentown on my way to New Hampshire. So I did. I brought all three and the, the guy took one look at the ones that they had welded and said, Nope, not gonna touch them. <laughs> No chance. But we'll fix the bent one. That's only $249. You did but not that, tell
3: me this story. What? Yeah. Well, here you go. <laughs> so now I you have were too, too busy, we too busy like, being I productive. Want to, burn, want to burn pods. So now <laughs> I have two
0: unobtainium boat anchors of AMG wheels that I can't get more of. So, yeah, mental. Those are the perfect end
1: tables for the Alfa Romeo coffee table.
0: Now, I was going to use broken Civic engine blocks for that.
1: Oh, uh, we got them in. Got plenty of we, we have plenty of them.
0: And cylinder yeah. heads and all that stuff. Um, <laughs> so I was going to now go back to the place that did this and say, so guys, uh, what do you want to do about this? Because I can't get these. I mean, when I kind of sort of can on eBay, they're like 600 bucks a piece. So yeah, thanks for welding these up and telling me this is great.
2: You, you know what they're going to say. We'll, we'll just weld them again. Yeah, okay. I, I, I I'll I'll sense a suck it. At...
0: If I have a lifetime warranty of <laughs> welding that crack, crack back up, then okay, that'll did, did work. Did it
2: crack at the same place they welded? Yeah. Yeah.
0: It cracked on the weld again. On the so, weld? Yeah. Yeah. Like right exactly in the same crack. It re-cracked with the weld. Wow. So anyway, so that I have to go back there and, and create a scene. I mean, te- technically, I know the warranty of merchantability that they could have applied because they knew what I was doing. They are the experts. They told me this is going to work. Yada yada yada. I have a case, but I'm trying not to do that. Uh,
1: anyway. Dude, they're they're no welders. Legal. They don't want legalese. They just they'll yeah. they want a six pack. Bring them a six pack, and you've got a lifetime welding warranty. Yeah,
2: hey, I was going to say, I think you mm. might uh, catch more flies with honey or beer. That's what I'm going to try
0: first. One. I'm going to try first. That's why I was going to say, hey guys, just what are you going to do to help me out? I'm like now I'm screwed. Uh, Anyway, I am getting ready. all the cars ready for inspections because we have a bunch, and we try to do them one day in a row, so we just keep dropping one off, picking one up, drop one off, pick one up. It works out pretty nicely. Uh, So the Mazda went first today, and I was trying to do everything else. Mazda failed because of a gas cap and a strut top, strut bushing on top. So anyway. Really?
1: They they check those things?
0: Oh, yeah. They're really good about it. They really check stuff here. Oh, yeah.
1: I mean, the gas cap I'll buy, but, man, yeah, the shock top seems kind of like a...
0: Loose strut So, yeah. Hey, whatever. You know what? If they, if they give a really good look, I don't have to. <laughs> I just fix what they tell me. So no big deal. That's coming. I had to patch the muffler in the Suburban, though. It had developed a leak in the side of it. So I just grabbed a piece of scrap sheet metal, didn't even trim it, cleaned the edges up, cleaned the mu- edge of the muffler up, and welded a patch over the hole in the muffler. Said, yeah, it's about right. <sighs> <laughs> uh,
2: I have the same decision to make in the Mazda 3 this week, ah. this weekend. I have a hole in the mid-pipe.
0: Yeah, mid is a little harder, but just get another yeah. piece of pipe, stick it over it, weld it up, done. That's what I was
2: thinking, yeah.
3: yeah. Or just leave it, because then it sounds awesome.
2: Uh, it's in the middle of the cabin, so I, gotta get, I definitely got to patch <gasps> it up. Uh,
0: it resonates.
3: Yeah. Um, mm. I've also it sounds like spermin- this. Oh, so it doesn't actually it doesn't sound, sound, sound like, it. like, it like sound your brother's... Um, WRX. No, it, it sounded, sounded <laughs> kind of like it sounded kind of awesome.
2: It's not my brother's and, anymore,
3: but it's oh, Aaron. You know what I mean. well, it was? When it, was when Amber,
2: it was your brothers. Uh, or Aaron. Yep.
0: It's so also the suburban just developed a wet front floor on both sides, and I don't know why. Hmm. So I vacuumed it up. I left the mats out now, and it was like under the mats. Everywhere else was dry. So, it, and it's both sides. So it's probably not the AC ca- condensate. So I don't know. So once it's nice and dry, I'll run some hose over it. See if I can figure that out. Um. what else? I made another cabinet, replaced some light bulbs in the cars. And, oh, and that whole like Lemons thing, New Hampshire. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. so that's me. Mental, what are you up to? Mental.
1: So, up. yeah, uh, trying to clean out the house. We are trying to reduce our footprint because we are looking to downsize. So, I've been selling utility trailers and tools and uh, a motorcycle dolly and some other tools that I've had, and I've just just come to the inescapable conclusion that People who actually not even people who buy stuff online, people who browse stuff online just suck like a holly carburetor on a 76 Camaro.
0: So, oh, my God. Yes, Chris, where do you buy most of your used things?
1: I do buy my stuff online, and here's my deal. Hey, that's a fair price. When can I meet you? And that's that's my conversation. I I just I, I told you guys two weeks about the guy that said, "Oh, I'm on my way." Oh, wait, no, I'm getting arrested. I'm getting arrested. Yeah. And That'd you had time to, to Facebook message me on that one, or the you know the guy that wanted to buy the saw is like, "Oh, but I'm a veteran." Oh, yeah, me too. Yeah. Uh, but I like uh, the guy <laughs> getting arrested
0: better than the guy coming up with every other <laughs> excuse in the world. At least he was straightforward with you. It's, well, oh, it's God, true.
1: I'm getting arrested. But was but I, it is makes that is that? Yeah. It, yeah. So, you know, now today I'm trying to sell a trailer and this guy's like, oh, I'm in Columbus and I'm typing this with one hand because I've got a broken elbow. Anyway, you can deliver. No. It's a three hour <laughs> trip. No, I'm not doing it. You know, just friggin come and get this stupid thing, you bonehead. Why yeah. sell
0: a utility trailer they It's so handy to have around, especially um, if uh, you they it. are. If you're,
1: yeah, exactly if you're moving, you, or you like just loaning it
0: around? Like, they're just great. Like yeah. I don't you want it.
1: You want a utility trailer? I'll give it to you.
0: No, I had to buy one for Jeff's parade after I sold the last.
2: <laughs> 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 and I'm still the only one who ever used it, right? This one. No, no, uh, this one.
0: No, no, one our, other person who's used it now. And everyone else, everyone but me has used it. It's You're right. the only person
1: who scratched it, Jeff. That's right. <laughs> now, I, uh, it's one of those old Harbor Freight ones that used to fold up and fit in a corner of my garage. I I oh, bought it. Those
0: are crap anyway. So
1: I bought it 11 years ago. It's been great, but now it doesn't fold anymore. So I just kind of like bolted it in place and put a four by eight sheet of plywood yeah. on it and put new lights on it. And it comes with a ramp and a receiver hitch with a one eighth ball. And I'm, asking yeah. I'm asking $250 and oh, dear God.
0: I sold one just like that that my mom had. had. I had to put new wood on it and do a little painting and stuff like that. But I think I got two I think I got over two hundred for it when I sold it and so, super nice kid with a de- with a super forager showed to pick it up. So nice. Yeah. Kind of I was yeah. gonna
2: say you probably listed it for two fifty and if somebody showed up with two hundred they'd walk away with it, right? Yeah, exactly.
1: so, PayPal me the money now and I'll keep it for two weeks. I don't give a crap. Just give me the damn money. Chris Chrissy.
3: Chrissy. The, the difference between selling things in Massachusetts and Georgia. <laughs> yep. Actually, I drop. sold that
0: Sold that here, but Pennsylvania. No. But you know, I, I brought it home here. to fix it, to sell it. And it, somebody yeah. nice.
1: Good. It was easier for me to sell a broken Porsche Boxster than it was to sell a $250 utility trailer. Wow. That's great. Jeff. Anything else there, mental? No, Jeff. And I know you're I noticed you're wearing the Mac Daddy watch, the one that uh, if you ever fall asleep and it's not on your wrist anymore. Don't look to my suitcase. I'm just saying it's like twenty five whole mm-hmm. dollars.
2: Uh, yeah. So there were we had a we had a race. I don't know if anybody knows that we went to New Hampshire and back. Um, uh, I was too
1: busy racing to notice.
2: I understand. Uh, so at 730 in the morning of race day, if we're trying to leave for the race day, my father dropped off the RV in front of my house, knocked on my door and said, hey, we got to winterize this thing. It's going to freeze. <laughs> so at 8 a.m., I'm like literally no socks, like sneakers on, no socks, like Pouring pink antifreeze all through my grand, my father, my grandfather, my father's RV, so that we could take it to New Hampshire, and that was uh, uh, just the beginning of the pre-race excitement. Uh, oh, I going to Wait, talk well, about- now
1: didn't he drop it off a week ago? He did. No, no, no. And then he, you he took drove it, back. it to his house.
2: I, yes, la- when, last when last week. When you could have winterized, winterized it. No, I didn't know it needed winterized. I don't know. You know, it, it doesn't take long, but the problem is. He also said, and you got to pump up the tires. So like pumping up the tires in an RV in front of your house is like, you got to get out like a hundred feet of hose. It's got the dualies. So you got to like get that weirdo inside. Uh, it, it's such a pain in the butt, but, and then I got to take all the crap out of it. So, you know, a lots of pre RV work has to happen before a race, but I'm still glad we have it because the warmth that that thing generated this weekend in new hampshire was worth every bloody second <laughs> oh hell yeah man. <laughs> hey it was a, it was a it was a beat bit nipply up there in new hampshire what, there so no, many now, times
0: legitimately, what, what did he get down to what what was the temperatures 25 well, i was
2: gonna say 27 is the, is the lowest i saw
0: That RV has been a sanctuary for us at so many races, whether it was balls hot and we had the AC cranked or stupid cold and we're sitting in there in the heat or pouring rain and we're laughing at all the fools out in tents. yeah.
2: (laughs) Or or the wind at Monticello. Remember the wind? It was like 200 miles an hour. So anyway, so I will talk about some pre-race fixes that I had to do. Um, We're going to talk about the race when we get to the main topic. But uh, uh, So I was in charge of the ombre and the Mustang, the Mustang being from Garage Heroes in in training. And uh, we got there, and during testing, we noticed that the exhaust was leaking in the ombre, but it didn't fail. We were leaking fuel in the Mustang, but Jim and Alan uh from garage heroes fixed that so it didn't fail and then we actually failed for the battery tie down and box in the mustang so it seems this is a new lemons focus so if you're out there with a battery uh john pagel warned us all he said i'm gonna fail every battery that's not perfect and uh we failed so i had to do that so yeah so that 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 was uh the race Got home, been doing laundry, and uh, uh, Monday morning in my Facebook feed, an ad showed up for cheap Pilates Prototipo shoes, and I bought myself a couple pairs, and they arrived
1: today. <laughs> like
2: 35 bucks each.
1: Ooh, nice. nice. Yo, I, I yeah. remember eons ago on uh, Grassroots Motorsports, somebody posted up a coupon code. And they were selling old school uh, Pilates. And I bought those in like 2007. I still have those shoes. I, I had a pair back then. Too. Yeah. They're they're, apart, they're bulletproof. These these are bulletproof. They're covered in paint now because they use them as painting shoes. But yeah. yeah they're tough. They're like, yeah. yeah. Cool. All right. Yep. There it is. News and notes time. Ladies and gentlemen, last week we talked about the unfortunate incident regarding Richard Raines, who was the corner worker who was killed at Laguna Seca. And as mentioned, as soon as we found out when and how they were going to be doing a memorial fund for him, we would post that up. Just today, I got a text from our guest last week, Steph Schrader, and we have uh, now got the links to the Richard Raines Benevolence Fund. It has been established by Laguna Seca to help support his family and pay for expenses. And we're going to have that link in the show notes.
0: And for those who don't subscribe to Panamera, either they don't have a Porsche or don't think that their farts don't smell, <laughs> uh, <laughs> they can read Panorama and see Steph's article as a three-page spread spread in this month's issue about her adventures at Nola uh, this past April in the 24 Hours of Lemons. So, link in the show notes.
2: Oh, nice. Cool. This is like actual news here. I'm, I'm, I'm glad I'm not the only one. And uh, <laughs> so, the BBC just announced that the three new hosts for the show. Um, uh, 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 what,
0: what show I, might that be, Jeff? Yeah. Jesus, <laughs> uh,
2: Top Gear. Who wrote these notes? The BBC announced that the three new main hosts for Top Gear will now be famed tire slayer Chris Harris, English comedian and TV presenter paddy that's p-a-d-d-y mcginnis that is the most irish name <laughs> on the planet it really
1: is <laughs> that's a
0: nice jewish guy right <laughs> yeah, and you right. know
1: but here's the deal you know if paddy mcginnis invited you anywhere you're going because you know it's going to be awesome He's, yeah I, I i know his cousin patio
2: furniture <laughs>
1: uh, not as much fun to sit around a lot exactly yeah.
2: so and a former cricket captain andrew Freddie flintoff I don't have a clue who these people are (laughs) except for Chris Harris, but I'm sure I'm going to watch.
1: Yeah, yeah. This weekend, the World Racing League was at Hallett. And Saturday, the uh, Noesis guys took the podium with 302 laps. Shaky Dog took second with 300 laps. And SD Faces was third with 299 laps. Sunday, Noesis didn't finish, so the podium actually went to Shaky Dog. Then SD Faces and Fifth Gear Motorsports. But of note was our uh, buddy, uh, listener, Todd Carver and the Rocksteady crew. Now, they didn't get a chance to finish Saturday because one of their uh, top drivers, he's sneaking into a pack of GP4 cars. He's getting a narrow toe, and the car in front of him, fuel starved. They actually looked at the video and and he had a half a second to react, which he did after uh, rear-ending and puncturing the radiator. So they snapped a bunch of mounts, had to pull the lights off the car. The team thrashed. They borrowed parts from Shaky Dog, actually. Uh, Some other teams fabbed up some cardboard and beat the car back into shape, so they got back out Sunday morning. Ended up 13th overall in a field of 25 finishers. Cool. Cool. AER was at mid Ohio and Lemons as was in New
2: Hampshire. But we will get to that later. But we want to first congratulate Anton, Chris, and Mary and their Salty Thunder. Oh, and the others with the Salty Thunder race team and the number 90 Fiero. Everyone hold on to your get ready to clutch your pearls. (laughs) A Fiero finished fourth overall. This weekend at the Lemons Race.
0: That's impossible. That is amazing,
1: <laughs> especially if we're not running against it. No Fiero holds together when we're not driving My against God.
2: it. God. <laughs> so anyway, that ended up being a second place in B class by one lap, and they brought home the IOE. And this is all at the, of course, at the Get Your Fill High Plains weekend. So, other notables we spoke of at the High Plains race was the Zoom Zoom Kaboom and the So So Fast. That's S E W S O Fast, and they were both uh, 343 and 334 laps. Uh, and then they so they were right behind the old uh, thing there and Dump in a Box Motorsports third overall with 334. So first Zoom Zoom Kaboom, second So So Fast. Uh third in A, because of course Anton is in the middle of there with three hundred and three laps was uh was was win and out, right?
1: Win and out? Yeah.
2: God, it's I gotta a, write my own notes. I think it's I
1: think it's a play on the in and out burger.
2: Uh win and out. There it is, with eight, eighth overall. So third in class A was eighth overall at this race. That's insane.
0: Someone was a little eager from B cars this week. Exactly. This oh well. Yeah. Yeah, well, but, again, but
1: again, a Fiero, a Fiero held together. When, when would that ever, Fiero, oh, sure. there's no way this Fiero is going to last. Go ahead. B zero yeah, so laps. dump
2: in a box. Salty <laughs> thunder were third and fourth. And then Panda expresso was fifth. So it was actually three B cars right in a row. Wow. Crazy, right? Ella force one C class. Don't know what they drove. No one else cares. Let's keep going. You want the good? Sure, yeah. give us the quick okay.
3: S- Some of our picks did well. Uh, Grumpy Cat Racing in their 1950 Dodge truck. Did all the mid-pack, 198 laps, 4th and C. 4th and C, that's pretty good. Uh, bad, as it turned out, was bad. No need to rub it in. Uh, the funny <laughs> was that much better. So you or took all of them out. Because uh,
0: oh, sure I- we don't want to-, want to rub in the, the poor foot.
1: They finished. Like we, feel we, feel were gonna, we were going like- to say that they finished, except for that Ever? one team that Ever? finished Ever? That's- dead last.
0: When people do really badly, we're not going to call it. Sometimes yep. sometimes
1: that? just finishing is a victory.
0: We we got two
2: of our own races to recap this <laughs> week, so let's keep going. Yeah.
0: All righty. I'm uh, coming.
2: Hey, What's coming up this next weekend?
0: Just cut Chrissy off before she would oh, sorry, say the last part done. first. No.
3: It's okay. Or, or choice in uh, the 2018 get your fill. Uh, why would you do that? Cheve, uh, the Chevette. That's what I
0: mean. so that with the Volvo engine because that makes perfect it makes their team name make complete sense now. why why would you do, why would you do that?
1: <laughs> Volvo, a Volvo red top turbo. So like the Volvo people are like, "No! How dare a you?" Good motor.
0: Yeah, it is. It like is. It runs. Yeah. <laughs> So, hey, uh, this weekend, on the heels of the busiest weekend on the Endurance Calendar, we've got Champ Car at Atlanta Motorsports Park, we at plus 7. Friday is the start of the Lemons Rally Route Sucky Suck through November 2nd. So I'm sure Eric Rue's going to have some great stories about hitchhiking his way across the country on that rally. We'll <laughs> at some point. And we're waiting the announcement of the 2019 schedule from Lucky Dog, but they're going to be back at Portland International for a double seven. What's up, Mental?
1: Just before we went to air, Kathy actually got a hold of us and she sent us the entry list. We apologize for not getting it out there, but she did mention that the uh, schedule will be announced on November 1st. There so. you
0: go. Next Thursday. Fantastic.
1: Great. And uh, she also reminded us that we need to go ahead and sign up because the Laguna Stake event usually clears out pretty quickly. <laughs> yes. Oh, we will great. the second it drops.
0: Absolutely. All right. Cool. And for other... Great tracks like Laguna Seca, Mental.
1: Extreme experience, folks! They put you in the driver's seat to so the world's best supercars at over 20 racetracks in America and Canada with no speed limits, no shifting restrictions, and no governors. Head over to xxspeed.com to choose your supercar. Find a racetrack near you, like Atlanta Motorsports Park, where we're going to be over Veterans Day weekend and come see me personally and start making a story of your own because they've got over seven models of exotic supercars to choose from, 20-plus racetracks in a year-round location in New Orleans, Louisiana, complete with that Often cursed thirty-two hundred foot straightaway. You get a professional instructor like me, Jeff, or Chris in the car with you, helping you explore the car's limits and learn how to drive the racing line. Save twenty-five percent, folks. That's buy three get one free. If you use the code EveryoneRacers at XX Speed to book today, extreme experience. It's your turn.
0: Nice. And you know, everyone this weekend took turns to wishing a happy birthday to Chrissy's mom. We sent her a whole bunch of pictures of people holding the "Happy Birthday, Chrissy's Mom" signed. So
3: she was so happy. That
2: was awesome.
1: <laughs> oh, that is fantastic!
2: <laughs> I didn't know what you were doing. You're like, here, hold this up, and then I read it and I was like, it's Chrissy's mom's birthday. Why did anybody tell me? I would have sent her cookies. <laughs>
3: That'd be weird. <laughs> That'd be, uh, funny. Or did, awesome, like, yeah. Oreos, like- <laughs> <laughs> Famous Amos. Exactly.
1: I mean, yeah, you want to cheap out on that one.
2: All right, let's do listener feedback. We got a few to get through before we get to the main comment, main topics. So. We do.
1: So, uh, met a new fan, and uh, Jake Rupert this weekend at Mid Ohio. So I sent him the link to the podcast, and actually, before I even got home, he sent me a text that said he's enjoying the podcast already. Smart crew, very, very, second, very, all caps, impressed.
0: Well, wow. he, he's he's easy to impress. <laughs>
1: Seriously. Actually he's Jeez. a corporate uh he's a corporate learjet pilot and he did some professional racing for Dodge in the early nineties, endurance racing. So he, he actually yeah, he's an interesting guy. Wow. And we'll wow. talk more about him later because he kinda saved our bacon this weekend.
2: Hopefully he doesn't drive at BMW or call probably called him boring in some of the future <laughs> So Patrick Llewellyn from Facebook's uh he was r- listening to our show where we talked about the AMC spirit uh, from the Ridge a few weeks back. And he said that he loves the show and he wanted to mention that the AMC spirit that was second in C and one IOE was the one that arrived at the track completely unprepped on Thursday. They caged it Thursday night and it actually passed tech on the first try on Friday. So not only did they win the IOE, they won the IOE in the car that showed up the least prepped. So good for them. Amazing. Great job. Why do you bother with AMC Spirit? Just give it to me.
0: Because it was, smells like AMC Spirit. I, so I know. You know, <laughs> Very, very poorly done by those guys. That's yes, not- great. great. Great job, actually. <laughs> yeah. very- yes. Uh, Len White said, overall, good time, fun discussing racing, and I love they don't play favorites with the leagues. Thanks, Len.
1: Kenny Brown was talking about last week's episode, and it was a really timely to talk about Steph's concussion. Dale Earnhardt Jr. just published his book recounting his struggles with concussions in motorsports. Scary stuff, but it's good to talk about it so we can all be safer in our favorite sport. Chris, you got something?
0: Yeah, actually, the last week, right as we were getting ready for the show, uh, Fresh Air came on on NPR at eight o'clock and Terry Gross was, or maybe it was On Point, it was On Point actually. Um, and they were talking with Dale Earnhardt Jr. So I got to hear like the first 20 minutes of it before we came up to record the show. And it was, it was interesting actually. Hmm. Um, so I'd recommend listening to On Point with Dale Earnhardt if you're interested in that kind of stuff. After
2: you listened to our, our episode last week. but yeah, That's so- right. Of course. Right. We almost had Steph on this week because I hit the dial button and she was like, <laughs> hello. I was like, oh, sorry, Steph didn't take you off the list so bill fisher our favorite uh new racer commented on our instagram post this weekend uh it was a picture of chris and jeff wrenching on uh tom Lomino's tragically disgustingly <laughs> sort of uh, i wouldn't even bring it up and he said this is the best picture of the weekend so far and tom Lomino chipped up yep that's my heap
0: <laughs> yeah, that's about right. Oh. And Ike from the Antioch Car Show was willing to offer a transmission when uh, Mental and the folks were initially down in Mid Ohio. So good on you there, Ike. And uh, he said, "Congrats on getting the Fiero." Run- or actually, we're saying, "Congrats on getting your Fiero running again," because we know that's not easy.
2: Oh, he got the, <laughs> the Fiero running again—the one that burnt in his garage. Yeah. yeah. In it's, fact, I mean, it's,
1: it's totally rocking new wheels too. If you follow him on the Instagrams. Don't worry; hey, it'll man. catch fire again. Yeah. <laughs> Just a matter of time. Yeah.
2: Anyway, let's get to the main topic. It's what we're all waiting to hear about. Well, do We've we want to, to
1: do the big dramatic intro? Sure, okay. <laughs> main <laughs> topic. topic. Chrissy topic. looks very <laughs> bored
2: when we do that. Yes. Like, doing <laughs> work. She totally She's is.
1: Like, oh. She's so,
2: actually working. <laughs> she is actually
1: working. So two of us were actually at the Halloween Hooptie Fest this weekend at the beautiful New Hampshire Motor Speedway. Uh,
0: <laughs> yeah nice one. and I say we, we were pretty good with some of our calls on this from last week I think because we, we know these Northeast teams um, Scooby Doobies 1990 Audi Coupe Caracho won overall and Class A and I have to say that car as pretty as it is it stays pretty because they don't drive like jerks yes. they are polite they get around you when they can they do a nice job they don't get flags and that's how you win kids so, yeah, their
2: mystery machine decorated Audi Quattro, when it showed up the first time, it was like, oh, they spent a lot of money on that paint, and it is just going to get traffic <laughs> back. It, it's been, what, two, three years? Yeah, yeah. And well, they're always in the
0: top ten, yeah? and perfect. it still looks great. It was just because they're clean drivers, and they've gotten faster, and the car is quick. So, hey, good for them. Nice job, guys. Yeah. Uh, FRS's ugly uncle, fifth overall in their Toyota Solara. Who'd have thought, right? They're, they're usually in the top ten, too. Uh, Burt old the old New England stalwart, ninth overall. <laughs> they, they clawed their way back. And, you know, um, not that our own horn needs much tooting, but the uh, three-pedal Moffat of Cressida stayed true to form, seventh overall. That
2: seventh, that's uh, actually a couple is. back for them. They're
0: usually yeah. like
1: fourth, fifth.
0: Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. they did one extra driver change this week. I think that they didn't necessarily need to. I had one black flag, which is very rare for them.
1: Well, yeah, do they even know
0: where the penalty box is? Uh, no, that was funny because it was actually Steve, and he comes in, and he... <laughs> <laughs> like, no. He did he stopped inside the penalty box, saw some cars, and thought, Oh, this must be someone's garage and he backs up to like go around something. <laughs> no really like that's where you're supposed to go. For I, this. I'm sorry
2: you said that. I was gonna ask Mental if he knew if
1: he could guess which driver I honestly I would have named everybody else but I would have never I would have never guessed Steve. Not a uh, second yeah. that's like second time in two years, man. Next someone's time, got to talk to that guy, he's I've, out of control. It's the second time
0: ever. Like in how many <laughs> years have we been doing this? It was a passenger Seriously. yellow, and they looked at the video and they couldn't find it. So Steve's yeah, record. Yeah, really I don't believe that up. though. I'm I'm flagging, just saying.
2: They're hard to see. The flagging was weekend. tragic. We could talk about it. Yeah.
0: Anyway, uh, the procrastination alpha. Yeah, uh, Greg. Sorry, you just rolling that boulder back up the hill a little too often. <laughs> uh, didn't work out that well for you. Sorry, guys.
2: Yeah, we, we chose the bad, which we were pretty good on this, except two of the people actually did all right. Uh, hydrocephalus Racing Team, their O2 Honda Odyssey, finished a 102nd. 102nd. Uh, <laughs> that's pretty terrible. One piece at a time, Chevy Monte Carlo, dead last, three laps, never even saw it. The missing lug nuts, and this is where we may have missed the mark a little bit. The 1997 Mitsubishi Eclipse, it was black and red. It actually came in 78th with 273 laps, so God, pretty it was, good.
0: It was, it was a lot crinklier at the end of the weekend. Than it was, <laughs> it, when was it, it was, yeah. but it
2: ran. To get into an accident, you actually have to be on the track. <laughs>
0: that's true. So. True. And that's, a, that's a, a, a feat for an Eclipse.
2: Exactly. So, so we weren't exactly right. We talked about the 1991 RX 3.8 of the three-pedal Mafia. We well, said, don't before, worry. Before,
1: before you get to that, because we had another yeah. team that we, we said, either they will or they won't. I'm getting there. Oh, okay. All right.
2: I could do it out of order. So anyway, so uh, the 3 pedal Mafia 1991 RX 3.8, they actually managed to not step on their wieners, although Mud. they tried. <laughs> they finished six overall with 509 laps and one Class B. Finally, welcome to Class A. And I have to say, there was plenty of complaining on the Internet when they won Class B about – why are they not in Class A? They should have been there forever. Yeah,
0: Because oh, they, they have haven't
2: the... finished a race in forever. Yes. <laughs>
0: they did have the fourth fastest fast lap time of the race. Yes. So, yeah, so it... it is
2: definitely a Class A car. Oh, yeah. Like we always say, Class A car, Class D drivers <laughs> usually equals Class B. I do want to mention, sorry for party racing. They pulled off a 15th overall Um Exactly what we expected. Had some car engine trouble. Uh, turns out that they uh, they they first thought it was some ignition, so they pulled it in and swapped some ignition parts, and then they still sucked, and they brought it back in, and it was a
1: fuel pump. Were they were they were they drinking Chevy when they hit. were wrenching on the car? No, no, no. no, no it was, was mid race.
2: They, they were mid race. They were top ten. They were doing oh, see,
1: well, and that yeah. it the, in, the it wasn't initial. Running. Yeah, they, that explains the initial misdiagnosis. They were sober. Yeah, probably. I didn't say they
2: were so <laughs> I just said it was mid-race. We're drinking currently.
1: Yes. <laughs> now, and we also we like to always bring up the funny. So the limitarians, they were 26th and 27th, and they took that Don Garland dragster from the uh, Caddy that they had at New Jersey, and they mounted it on a pit vehicle. Saw that on the Lemons Wrap Up video. That was pretty cool. Uh, make the team name awesome was, in fact, awesome, but they finished 82nd. And the Garage Heroes in Training, they were funny, and they still are, but they had a rough weekend, which we're getting into later with one of their teammates and drivers.
2: Yeah, we're going to have
1: Bill like, and right, the crew yeah.
2: on to talk about their, I think, probably their whole season. Uh, but there's a couple of things I do want to mention about it. So, uh, yeah, so they bought the ombre, and uh, hombre. the ombre was supposed to be the shining star of the weekend. And it had one major problem and it was me.
0: Well well hang on, before you even get there, they took it out in testing on Friday and everything was great. And Vicky was driving it and she was hauling ass up the hill and she said for the radio, I love this truck. I love this truck. Right? <laughs> so like things were looking good. You know? Yeah.
2: Testing was great in it. A lot of the people the car got- was
0: the car was sorted they actually were all surprised to feel what a sorted race car is supposed to feel like (laughs) even though it's a truck so it was working out well until jeff
2: so green flag flew and it leaked fuel so we brought it back in and they said jeff why is it leaking fuel and i said oh you must have overfilled it take out two and a half gallons we took out two and a half gallons and we sent it back and it leaked again.
1: Mental. Mm. What happens when you leak fuel twice at a lemons race? And uh, folks, everybody loves to make fun of lemons. Oh, they're so unsafe. They're so unsafe. They're really not. And they're mean about this sort of thing. Hence the thing about the batteries and fuel leaks. And this is written into their two page rule book, but it's written in bold, italicized, underlined letters. And it says you get two shots at this and then you're done for the weekend. Yep. So Second, no fuel leak- leaking fuel
2: first hour of the race and the ombre got parked for the entire event and just want to officially apologize to the garage heroes in training there's a lot of shoulda woulda coulda shoulda put a blue glove over it and put the cap on probably would have saved the race didn't think it would be a problem again so uh yeah there well, it is it,
0: we, it had never been a problem in how many races before uh, five so. six
2: races, right, it, exactly. You know, when True. we first were having fueling troubles, we had some leaking, but we
0: thought we had fixed it. So Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah. Hey, but must- you know what? Race prep's right. going to be easy for that Never next That's time. That's right.
2: <laughs> it's already ready. Uh, Mustang, the story we're going to keep for another show, but just know that Alan and his son and I worked to keep that thing on the track. We actually wrenched our butts off a little bit, um, but none of this is the big story. The big story was the trucks.
1: There lots of lot i saw of that trucks.
2: instagram there was yeah eight eight trucks eight eight i think six trucks six trucks it was, eight. was it eight it might have been it's pretty sure let's go back to the picture and look
0: several several,
2: several. there were a lot of new trucks not like the
0: 24
1: lemons posted a uh, like a whole and then you could see like the 14 other people all taking pictures of the row of trucks at new hampshire and yeah i think uh, even the garage heroes and training had one on their ig
2: Yep, absolutely. But I want to mention that the Class C fight was amazing. The Lementarian's limo and the hit him with the hind ranger were neck and neck all weekend. And every Sunday, I don't know who they put in there. They put in like like Captain Chaos or something. It's like, dun, dun, dun. And all of a sudden <laughs> that stupid limo is going so fast. The hit him with the high ranger had like a seven lap lead. They love to step on their wieners. Uh but the ranger held them off and won Class C with a 23rd in the race. So Ooh, basically, that- you gotta be in the top twenty pretty much to win class C these days. Class B is like top ten every race, sometimes two in the top ten. This crap is getting faster. Um Yeah,
1: there it is. Well, that that Caddy is that Caddy's no slouch. Uh, Chris, what you telling me that thing's got a built three fifty?
0: Yeah, that motor's pretty worked. I think what happens on Saturday, they tell people to take it easier. They put a blocker (laughs) to the gas pedal. And then on Sunday, they take that out, depending on how they're standing and and give it the beans. And yeah, it could could go.
2: They fly on Sunday. They
0: do. It sounds so good,
1: too. It looks so ugly, but it sounds so great.
2: Uh, One more story for me. I want to mention that the Bright Ideas racing uh, Glenn Farney and his auto tragic V6 S10 was winning, was running 21st with 45 minutes left in the race, the race of their life, best truck by far the weekend. And he broke three of five of his lug studs. Started Ooh. clunking around, so they brought it back in. There was literally front, it took front, about or 15 rear minutes.
0: Front, oh, right, right, front, right, right, front.
1: Yeah,
2: in
0: New Hampshire, that's mostly kind yeah, of front
3: that's, line, so. yeah, yeah, that's yeah,
1: that's a, that's that's wow. I'm literally thinking of every turn where that could go horribly, horribly wrong, and I can only think of one where it wouldn't,
2: yeah. yeah. <sighs> so, yeah, it was uh, it took them about 15 minutes. They pounded him out, they put him back in, they sent the guy back out. Uh, they finished 24th, that's and, impressive. Uh, yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, There was actually two sets of broken lug nuts this weekend. Uh, All Day Rose, one of our favorite teams. They drive an Integra, uh, third gen Integra. Chris, I'm looking for you for confirmation. Correct. Correct. Um, They were like in third or maybe second. I'm not really sure. They got tagged on the front wheel uh, and then like two laps later. Every single lug nut broke off. The wheel went one way, the car went the other. They uh, came back on the flatbed with only three wheels. They swapped yeah. the entire hub in like twenty minutes, uh, plus all the waiting for the tow and they ended up in the twenties
1: also. Wow. Nice.
2: Yeah. Never studs. say die.
1: Yeah,
0: moral ARP of the story.
2: Everybody, yeah.
0: Absolutely.
1: So uh Chrissy, uh we know that you are hard at work and you're looking mighty frustrated, but uh yeah, that's an awful face. Uh, you, you had, you had some input for this one.
3: I do. I'm sorry. I apologize. This is on the notes. So, uh, I, yeah, the only thing I have to say is obviously I wasn't there uh, and I was sad to be away. And especially it's one thing when you're watching Race Monitor by uh, and you're watching it just casually, you know, not really caring about who's winning. Oh, that's nice. Usually I, like, give, you know, Chris an update and we just kind of talk about it. And it's fine. Unless your teams are racing. And then I am watching it like a hawk. So, <laughs> And then I'm like, what's going on? What's going on? And then I'm like, uh, I'm looking, like Facebook, text. Uh, what's that thing with Slack? I'm going back and forth between <laughs> all of them, and I'm like, what's going on? What's going on? Um, so yes, it's annoying. Um, it is. I apologize to anybody who I annoyed. Uh, I tried not to be too annoying. I just wanted updates, and when have people pit? And of course, we were all like, for a long time, we were all in the top, you know, 15. At least, maybe higher. I mean, for a while, I think we were all on the top or all of the cars that we cared about. Not all of them because Garage Heroes were down
2: We the do bottom. care, um, but we weren't We care, them. we care. Yes, yeah.
3: right. So I was hard, having a hard time keeping track of the people at the bottom, but everybody else was at the top, and it was awesome. So um, that's what I did I, while I was trying to be productive. I also had Race Monitor running. I was on the phones. I had race monitor actually on the iPad and then text on the phone. So that's how it was going. <laughs> yes, mental.
1: And that sounds exactly like how I spent two thousand thirteen in Abu Dhabi. You know, two totally. o'clock two o'clock in the morning. I've got two different devices and I'm texting Jeff and he would always Aren't you four thousand miles away? Shut the hell up. We're busy. Nope. <laughs> yes. And
3: I was four three four hundred miles away. You should be doing something else, and I was like, "I'm so productive," and he was like, "Erasing," yeah. and then he's like, "The car blew up," and I was like, "No!" Oh, and it, race monitor wasn't working on Sunday morning. Yeah. So I was like, "It was killing me." i and I've, I was at work actually. So I'm, sitting, <laughs> I'm, I'm at work doing stuff, and I'm like refreshing. Turn off the phone. Turn off um, race monitor. I'm like waiting for data. Everybody's waiting for data. So yes, that's uh, me. And this is
1: a this is a great time to plug Race Hero hashtag. They should totally sponsor us because also oh. they don't charge a subscription service. Ooh, you pay once. Yeah. And have... No, I think Race Hero is free. Oh, I know, but Race Monitor you pay yeah, once. Race Mono. You pay yeah, Race like, i no, guess, no, it's but... an annual subscription now. You, mm-hmm. you you're getting yeah. billed. I assure you. Yeah,
0: I I th- I find enough enjoyment out of it for the five dollars a year. So <laughs> that's anyway. what I know.
1: Yeah, Chris. so Chrissy,
2: I was, uh, was going to say that usually we do a lot of the social media posting when yeah. we're at the race, and then I was wrenching so hard that I wasn't doing a lot of social media posting. So I was like, Chris, Chris, quick, take a picture of the of race monitor. And he's like, it's all waiting for data. I said, I know, post <laughs> it. That's hilarious. Oh, our, friends, our friends from waiting for data are dominating. Yeah, that that um, oh, but you
3: were so busy that you told Chris to go do yes, your social media yeah, uh, posting,
0: and I did because yes. my car was probably broken
3: <laughs> Yeah, Chris, <I> right. should <laughs> about.
0: well hey yeah friday we got all super real racer i was racing a tom lamino in the far from winning uh, golf i keep trying to call it a fox because tom lamino will always drive a fox in my heart but uh fortunately for him I'm, he's glad he doesn't although it felt like the fox this weekend so <laughs> yeah, yeah
2: <laughs> eventually it did
0: yeah well we had three very good drivers we have a proven fast car and we had a plan so we were feeling like real racers. We we're going to dominate. So Yeah,
2: you know what happens when you do that? Yeah.
0: So we, <laughs> we corner weighted the car. We aligned it with the hub stands. Tom had it in testing day said this is the best this car has ever driven and that totally made us dominate swapping motors. So <laughs> First driver Nick got the car out. He was going to run for close to 3 hours. just to push our fuel initially. And uh, he had the car up as high as second overall. He was in the top five for uh, most of the morning. Uh, it was third at the first pit stop, put Tom in. And as Nick got out, he said to Tom that the car ran rough that last half lap. He wasn't sure if it was just running out of gas or what. So uh, Tom came right back in, though. Like Nick and I get back out. We're taking our helmets off. We're walking back to the pit stall. We just got in there and put our helmets down when the golf balls into the garage. And Tom uh... said, this thing is so broken. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Um so we just opened the hood and said yeah yeah that's that smells really 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 hot. Really hot. So it was it was really hot. What had happened is uh there was a pinhole leak in the radiator. And it's, over the course of the three hours, it, it had peed all the cooling out until it finally just completely cooked itself. You know that lovely smell? Jeff, remember the time we baked the engine in the boat? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Remember what, what that oil smelled I was, like?
2: I, I, hey, I smelled it this weekend, so oh, yeah. I know it what it right. smelled
0: like failure. It totally smelled like failure. Uh, so we did a compression test. First cylinder, 185. All right, maybe this isn't that bad. Cylinder two. 130, oh, oh, that's not good. Cylinder
2: 3, 90. Cylinder 4, 70. Whoa. Straight down. Whoa. Like, oh, like yeah. a
0: slip. Uh-huh. Like, like my
2: credit rating. It's like, you know, straight down.
0: <laughs> so... Uh... We found uh we started pulling the motor. Uh, Tom knew a guy who was from New Hampshire who knew a, a random dude who parts out Volkswagen. So for one hundred and fifty bucks, we got a stock Volkswagen ABA two liter because that's about all they're worth. And uh, you swapped all the bits between them and put that motor in and ran the car on Sunday just for fun. And, you know, it wasn't a turd like I was dicing it out with with top 10 cars For a lot of that time, and the real fast cars would get by me and go fine. But uh, I was having a great time out there. The car handles well. It's a bit hard to drive. It's very fast. So Tom's ready to set it on fire. Mostly Mostly it would have been nice to stay warm from the Golf on fire (laughs) because it was kind of cold. But it's cold everywhere. Like, mental, I know you were pretty cold this weekend. Well, but but Jeff,
2: before we get to mental, let me just yeah. say that Chris threw out there like, yeah, so he swapped the motor. Chris, how long did it take to swap the motor?
0: Um, All night. Not all night. We we started. Well, the, the car blew up at about,
2: about 1 in the afternoon, 1:30. right?
0: Thirty, And then it, we had to let it cool off enough to even touch it, to even pull the plug. Because
2: it was you like know, nuclear, know, hot, it right? was <laughs> nuclear hot. It was nuclear
0: hot. Yeah, I wish we had known someone the with a thermal imaging camera just to like see how far nice. up the scale it was, right? I uh, know it was nuclear hot, like you couldn't touch it anywhere. So by the time we did that and got the compression test, it was done. It was probably getting close to three, and we said, "Yeah, this thing is effed." So we uh, then by the time we got the motor, it was about the time the race was over, and then we worked on that until what twelve? Then
2: it, it was about twelve, twelve, twelve thirty. Yeah. I went over and helped at the end. So I, I I could tell you that it was so hot that it melted the ABS plastic fittings for the water system, like the lower radiator hose on that ABA, like goes through like a black mm-hmm. ABS fitting. And it was like it was like so melty it wouldn't hold water anymore.
0: Yeah. It was porous. even it in was fact. porous. Yikes. Yeah. yeah. So it got cooked.
2: So, so uh, let me just check some facts here. Uh, who fried it?
0: Uh, Nick was driving when it was being fried. Tom was the one who actually drove it I, in under Zone own know.
2: power. We're, we're pretty sure Nick fried it, right? Yeah, yeah. And d- did he help change it? No. No.
0: Tom and I changed it. Nick, <laughs> went, <laughs> and <laughs> we, Nick went and got a new radiator. I was the wondering the where you we were going him, with him, this because the didn't next wanna... day we made him clean up. We're like, it's clean true. all this crap up. You weren't here.
2: I I, I got there about <laughs> three quarters of the way, maybe 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 five eighths of the way through, and they were like. Tom was just he was he was just on fire. Uh, uh, screw Volkswagen. Screw Nick. Blah blah, blah 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 He's like throwing stuff in the corner, and they're like, "Hey, you know, we might need that." He's like, "I'm making Nick clean it tomorrow." <laughs> uh, uh, I I showed up just for the fun, so. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to derail us. We no, we're about we, straight we, off to trade off the mental.
0: We had the LOLs there. That was a good time. Well, then, and, and
1: I was going to say, why are you guys calling out the guy that cooked the motor? You didn't want to talk about the teams that didn't do well at Get Your Fill. No, that totally makes sense. You blew the motor and you didn't help wrench on it? Fucker. <laughs> uh-huh. go, you go buy everybody beer and pizza then.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
2: well, there's plenty of
1: beer.
0: Yeah, that helped get the motor done. <laughs> So, that's what
1: we're we're about to talk about Mid Ohio. So go. We for it. were, and uh, you know, I opened it up, but when I typed these up to say it was a cold weekend at Mid Ohio, it was not as cold as it was in New Hampshire. We but no. uh, <laughs> we were dropping below the 30s every uh, every night. And uh, so right behind us was the uh, Don't Paddock Dirty E30. And we've run against that thing. And usually usually that team is a hoot. But they showed up with a busted-ass motor. And they spent all weekend installing a Frankenstein. So one of the teammates ha- used to have a, a junkyard. He had, still had a couple of E30s left, including one that had been vandalized 10 years ago and totaled. And it sat in his yard. So they went and got that one, hauled it there Friday night, pulled the motor out of it. It's crap. So they start trying to Frankenstein the good parts of this motor onto their motor. They don't have a head gasket, so they just coated the head in RTV. That'll work. And and then they sat down with every head bolt and they chose the shortest of all of them because those were the ones that were the least stretched and bolted this thing together. That has success (laughs) written all over it, (laughs) all over it. And so Jeff Block is back there and he's like, "I they just invited me here to wrench on this." And I said, "Jeff, I I I love you, but you know this is karma for all the times people have showed up at the track with your giant bad ideas and wrenched on them for two nights in a row." So Jeff posted an Instagram video at three o'clock in the morning at mid Ohio, and it is snowing sideways. And it's in and it. And so and we, we would leave and they'd be wrenching on this C 30 and we come back in the morning. They wouldn't be there, but it would just be an explosion in the pits behind us. And then they'd show up like at noon and start wrenching again. Cause they'd been there until the wee hours of the morning and they all needed to get some sleep. Yes, Jeff.
2: It's very important that if you're doing this marathon slog, you got to do it in shifts. Like, I remember, like, when we were changing the motor on the boat at New Jersey, and at, like, 2 in the morning, Chris went to bed, and I'm like, okay, we'll do it for a couple more hours. And then at, like, 5 a.m., I, like, wrote a note, like... Jeff is a bad mechanic and he can't find the rest of these parts. He's going to bed now. And then you got <laughs> up at like 7 a.m. and like took over. So, you know, like the work kept going. And that's so very important if you're going to succeed
0: yeah. so an your, all-night motorcycle. Your brain is going to melt and yeah. you, you're going to make bad decisions. And it's going to take you three times as long as it should because you just get frustrated. Like RTVing ahead on too. Yeah. So
1: Sunday, the engine fires. They take. One lap, but they couldn't even take the checker because it was smoking so bad they had to drive it through the pits. And there's like three Instagram videos of like people showing cars taking the checkered flag. And then it pulls down and you see this beat up E30 pulling to the pits and everyone's cheering because they know they've been wrenching on this car all weekend. <laughs> that's That's a sad story. So. Back Tell us what, about your driving. Yes, our team. So we've got the MX-5 car, Maryland, the Playboy MX-5 cup car. Now, took her out on Friday. We were getting some testing done, and AR does require that all the drivers drive on Friday to qualify and to make sure you're not sandbagging. We started having some issues. So they, they To be blunt, they cut us a break but they told us not to get too crazy with it. But I even had a minor off track incident. They were trying to kind of extend the life of the previous races tires. So they mounted them on the car, uh, in the opposite direction. And the, the the car was just sketchy as crap. I'm coming down the back straightaway, and I'll, I'll mat it in third gear, and it wants to step out. So I brought it in. They swapped up all the tires. Well, I brought it in after an off-track incident. They swapped up all the tires, and it was better, but it was still old, basically you hard. You went off track? <laughs> yes. Yes, I went off track. <gasps> Clutch my pearls. <laughs> and of Hashtag course-
2: Hashtag not surprised. Keep going.
1: So yeah, and we we've got uh. this great HD video of all of it. So, uh, so Saturday we put. We're Farrah- gonna post
0: that video in the show notes, folks.
1: So- <laughs> Uh, Saturday we put Farah in the car because Farah is the equivalent to Steve, the dishwashing fairy. He has no ego on a track. He is actually really over the last year has gotten alarmingly fast. He is just really, really quick and he doesn't make dumb decisions and he'll let everybody else screw up and he will bring that car in drama free. So we got him out there. Clutch is making a little bit of a funny noise. We chalk it up to the temperature on the throwout bearing and we sent him out there and he ran really, really strong and really, really clean right up until the fourth lap when he brought it in because turns out noise wasn't temperature. It was the uh, throwout bearing because Mazda uses plastic liners on their throwout bearings. Yep. It melted. Yep. So uh, we had to pull the transmission and they had a spare transmission back at the house. So they're on their way to get it, but we were actually really concerned about the throwout bearing. So, Myron Vernus, a junk man, three fifty six on Instagram. You need to know who this guy is because he's freaking amazing. He owns a Mazda Cosmo and all kinds of other oddball, cool Japanese collector's cars. So he's a local guy. He saw our woes on the Twitter and the Instagrams, and he showed up with a bearing because he had nice. one. And then we sourced another one because he hadn't shown up yet from AutoZone. And then when they went to get to grab the transmission, there was a bearing on the transmission. So we had all of the throwout bearings. No one else. No other Mazda was getting a throwout bearing. So Jeremy Howard, Bozy, and Bojan Teravik, the Boost Brothers, follow them on YouTube. John Chevel and Chuck Squigletaria got the transmission swapped. And we sent her back out to finish the day. Now, None during... of these names sound real, by the way. You made all of these up. The Boost it's Brothers, they're on YouTube. You should totally be watching these guys. All right. Um, so we, uh, we got, to, they got to send it back out at the end of the day during the post race of Trekker. They found weeping from the high dollar aluminum radiator. So we're trying to source a stock radiator and we talked about Jack Rupert. Jack Rupert agreed to drive to Cleveland to get us a radiator, the only one in Ohio and drive it back with 30 mile an hour crosswinds that knocked over two semis during that storm. And he got it back in there and the crew got it put in there. So Sunday we're up. Kevin Madsen, our pro driver and instructor, got in the car and took us literally from worst to first inside of 30 minutes. We were at the back of the pack, and he had us on the podium in 30 minutes. We put in Travis Okulski and he set another blistering pace for every bit of five laps. Gearbox was stuck in fourth. What we had done is we had swapped the transmission. We had a proven transmission, and what we should have done is just swapped out the nose piece, but nobody wanted to risk damaging the one good part that we had. So they went ahead and do that. So the uh, same crew that I mentioned swapped the transmission before, 92 minutes, dropped the transmission, swapped the nose cones, put the old transmission back in it, and it was on track. Our pit stop was 92 minutes. That's pretty impressive. It is stupid. Taggering. It was like
0: we're all you start like start getting good at it after a while. <laughs> That's
1: true. We're all like walking around, screwing around, and all of a sudden uh Chevelle or uh, Chevelle leans out and goes, get suited up now! What, what? What? Yeah, car's coming down. Oh, crap. Get his helmet on. Get his helmet on. So we're out there. Um, what was interesting is the weather. It was a cold track, but the weather was working really good. If you look at the times for everybody at Mid Ohio this weekend, they were on pace with a NASA sprint race on sprints. In fact, uh, Marilyn ran faster on street tires than she had on slicks out there at Mid Ohio. It was. Same car. The exact same car.
2: Same car as run on slicks. And it ran faster
1: on street tires in the cold. Yeah, and, and, and the, the whole the AR has really, really stepped up their 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 game. And uh, the stuff that used to crossover from lemons, if it is not pointing into the spear, it's not going to make it. Like the Keystone Cops and the Krabby Crab, they could do it, but I wouldn't imagine anybody else. I mean, anything short of Betty is not going to be able to make it nowadays in an AR race.
0: Oh, well, they're just narrowing their options. For people they, that well, can
1: join. I, it's just yeah, it's 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 and it's getting faster. So after Travis, we put Matt back in, and Matt knocked like three seconds off his time, and and so. This comes down to Kevin Madsen. He's a pro, so he's got all kinds of sponsors, and he managed to convince AIM to give us an MXX 1.2 full-color dash, and it's got the predictive timing, the integrated video, everything we needed to know on there, the red line lights. This thing is really, really slick. So we had all these configurable displays, and he messed with it on Friday and got it all set up. And then he was analyzing our data from Friday and Saturday to help us go out there, which is how Farrah trimmed three seconds off of his his time. So, Saturday he laid over his fastest lap versus my fastest lap, not just to make me feel bad, but also to show me where I could be a lot faster and We started moving up as the field started to a trip. The Keystone cops got wrecked out. that car is totaled it's a write off the race wide oh were, really oh, I didn't see it that. is it was sad. the whole front end is shifted to yeah it's it's a goner, and it was a gorgeous two forty that they had out there uh it
3: was long time car yeah. Chrissy, uh, do you do you know what happened? I wrote, I saw it on Facebook. Uh, it's very sad, like total bad. But um, I asked what happened, and nobody indicated what was going on. Everybody was just like the you drive. Irv was okay. Do you know what happened?
1: I think it hit the wall. I I don't, I don't, I don't mean, know. I don't know I don't think it pushed, or you know, just you you drop a tire at some of those speeds, and in mid Ohio, in certain corners, is unforgiving.
3: I just thought if you were there and knew i I, knew, you know, I, I didn't
1: know until I saw it come in on the hook, and we were so oh, okay. we were uh elbows and ankles over everything we were trying to do in our pits, okay. so, sorry about that no, no, and it's it's a good question, and I even went to go get a picture of it and talked to them, and they'd already loaded it in the semi and 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 off they were going back to their dealership in Doyle's Pencil- doylestown, Pennsylvania, yeah, it's right so. up our
2: right up our alley.
1: Yeah, so yeah, Mm -hmm. the race-wide Ferrari went out, uh, three of the uh, Poignant BMWs were taken out, and then there were a lot of people that were coming in, and like even the Caymans running on street tires, the Celine's Caymans, only two of those finished the race, and they all had to do tire changes in the pits, uh, or not the pits, in the uh, paddock, because AR doesn't allow tire changes, and I think their field's getting too fast, they're going to have to address that as a rule, because the the way they were doing tire changes in the paddock, it was just horrendously dangerous just a terrible idea all the way around and people are walking around and these cars are trying to do this quickly.
0: It's also not any better than having them do it in pit lane too. I mean, well, I would
1: say pit lane is just not people peddling around on bicycles and scooters. It's a little bit more of a controlled environment. Well, and they, they control the pits by making a
2: specific time that you have to spend in it. So maybe if they did a specific time, if you're doing, if you're doing wrenching, that's not in the pits. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah, know, because good... what is it? Is it, I think it's a three minute pit stop. They have to be in.
0: And if anything, it's, it's good to yeah. discourage people from overdriving the car and chewing their tires up. Yeah. To slow I mean, people down just a little bit. So they're driving nine the tenths instead of ten tenths. Exactly. Right. Yeah, that's yeah. going to keep people but, yeah. better under control because how many, like there weren't that, well that many cars there and a lot of them crashed really hard. I'll make you a deal, it was Cole. A,
1: it, was a, it was a brutal race. Little shot for you on that Ferrari, though, I gotta uh, say. I'll make you a deal, Cole. You
2: run fifty laps your way and fifty laps my way. We'll see which yeah. one is say.
0: Don't come in now, though. We're eating ice cream.
2: <laughs> eating eat ice cream.
1: Nice. So uh, Matt Trim, three seconds off his pace, and then uh, Patrick Smith. He's a regional SECa guy. Really, really good driver. I ran with him at uh, NCM this past summer guy can wheel and curtis baldwin who is a long time super fast local and he is a bit of a legend in endurance racing especially if it rains he's the guy that you always put in the car so they got stents, and i got into 330 in order to take the checker so i'm on this aim dash i've talked to kevin we've worked on this and i was running 151s on fridays on old tires now by the time i got to maryland sunday eh, tires were a little greasy and the brakes were a little worn out um But I was able to drop into the 145s, like deep into the 145s. And our fast guy, Kevin, was running 142s, one, and uh, Farah had a couple of 143s. So that's what this kind of data analysis and predictive timing can do for you. I knew exactly, if I tried something new, I knew exactly if it was going to work or not, uh, according to that aim dash. It is just an impressive piece of equipment. And, And not to mention, Kevin's coaching is brilliant as well.
2: It's all about coaching. We have uh, many stories about that from this weekend.
1: Yep. Now, just to go ahead and wrap it up. So the Celine Caymans they took overall with number forty-two, but the other two did not finish the race Saturday or Sunday. Krabby Kraut Jetta they actually finished ninth overall. That car is quick and it's well-driven and people kind of give it the side eye like it doesn't belong here and then they go and whoop everybody's hide with it so it's pretty pretty brutal we talked about the keystone cops volvo being a write off with 69 laps that was terribly sad race wife 458 Italia challenge car tangled with us so we got another nice little donut on the side of maryland and then it got wadded up again and uh yeah oh, shaden no. shaden freud <laughs> now this was really impressive, so the t c s racing Honda fit and we've talked about that one is a really swapped uh trick uh swapped j and they lost a whole wheel, like the center of the wheel was still bolted onto the hub, and the rest of the wheel said. F you, I'm out of here. I'm going to go there and hang out in the corner. So that king thing came down on there, and they actually ripped it all apart, put it all back together. Didn't even take the driver out of there, and they managed to get 24th overall. That is a, it, it, and they were a hard-working team. And then for the rest of the day, the guy who was driving the car with the wheel broke wore it around his neck like Flava Flav. Nice, oh, good for him. That's a good way to go. <laughs> all right. So get, uh, and I know you guys love to throw a little bit of shade at uh, AER, but. That's that's still some fun high speed racing when you get the right team.
0: I always throw shade because I think they're going against how they originally started, and it Mm -hmm. keeps getting worse. Instead of you know just because of a big of some big egos, Um, and it's actually making it's it's going away from what we like and what like Kathy is liking of just get people on track. Yeah, they're they're not being inclusive. They're not trying to find ways to get a lot of good quality drivers out there. They're trying to find ways just to pump their heads up. Um, well,
2: they're trying to fill their field, and they're they're finding a niche that is different from Lemons, Champ, Lucky Dog, WRL. So find where,
0: find where the cars are. If we go, you know, if you've got if you're gonna start a new series because you don't like closing speeds and don't let the Ferraris in, don't let the C6 Corvettes <laughs> in, if because there's a lot more guys out there and, and gals with Spec Miatas and E36 M3s. That can go out and race, and you don't want to, you know, make it so that it's not welcoming to those kind of people. You know, that there's a reason that that large, the largest fields around, and wait lists are not really at the AR races. True. So,
1: but there is yeah. there is some a bit of pride when you've got a Ferrari and they don't win. Uh, even some of the guys there uh, were talking. You know, if I brought a Ferrari and I didn't win by ten laps, I'd be too embarrassed. Um, and I would say that that Ferrari got beat by uh, a certain silver MX-5 Cup Miata if we add up on the laps. <laughs> Sure. Yeah,
2: well, and 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 I think that's a that's a thing. Like the last AER race we were at, there was a couple of uh, like B spec racers and a few other things that are are, are really cool cars, but they're not going to keep up. Yeah, no, I think
0: yeah. but places you know? like like WRL, they're trying to do it the right way. They're trying to they have a, a max on the power to weight ratio, but then they also have the classes to keep everybody together because they're trying to get the the meaty end of the bell curve to get every as most people in they're cutting the bottom off and the top off but they're trying to be as inclusive as they can and that's a smarter way to go than than AER's checkbook race.
2: Well, well, here's the proof of the pudding, Mattel. How many cars were at Mid Ohio? Uh,
0: I I, you know, I stripped it
1: off the notes. Whatever I said last week, fifty-four, fifty something like that. Yeah. If it's working at fifty-four, good for them. Like, I, I don't know
2: how you pay the bills at fifty-four. But they're making it happen. So. Well, yeah,
0: Mid Ohio, Ohio is not cheap.
1: No, yeah. and, and, and they don't run a lame event. Uh, There's free coffee in there all weekend. You get a t-shirt and cool stickers. I, and, I, I love mean, their they're doing, data. They're doing
0: some cool I mean, stuff.
2: The, yeah, their the, data the, is very good. Their data yeah. is amazing. The, the, the viewer's guide on the website and the... Yes. the the, the whatever thing on your helmet that says, you know, who's driving
1: the uh, I, and I, I'm generally surprised more series have not adopted the uh, the IR chip uh, just to throw on a helmet because,
2: yeah, I, I think John has really perfected that. Like, I think he has something to do with that technology because he's the only one doing it.
0: Or is it Justin? I don't
2: know. Or is it Yeah, it's one of them. I, you know, I don't know who is, but one of them is is the one putting that stuff together. Yeah. I, I would I would do an a more AR races if my car was faster.
0: <laughs> and, and our car is like fast lap of the race. Lemons fast. Oh, it's no, it's not a slouch.
1: No, the no, I, 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 I say the Honda would probably still end up in three, two or three and would, and w- what would be great about bringing Jeffrey out there is everybody's giving you the side eye right until you pass them.
2: Yeah. That, that was our plan until yeah. we blew a lot of
0: transmissions. But the only <laughs> time that's ever happened, sadly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah.
2: Yeah. All right, there it is. That's a lot of race recap. I do want to mention that we are going to do more race recap on this race because we will probably be talking when Bill, uh, Bill Fisher comes to to be a guest on our show in a couple of weeks. Uh, we're going to try and do that like close to Atlanta, I think, right? Oh, try that's and get a great idea. Season yeah. thing.
0: Yep, because he so, started yeah. off at the beginning of the year with, we don't know what we're doing. And I'm sure he's going to finish off the year with, we don't, we don't know, know what, what we're, we're doing. doing
2: <laughs> but- <laughs> I, I, I have to say, they're doing a lot of things much better at this race than they have
0: at pre- previous races. They so uh, could give it to them. They're learning. There. Yeah. The, the, the learning yeah. curve is there and we are yeah. going to do Unlike an entire gosh, show. Our, our
1: learning curve is basically a wall. Yeah, yeah.
2: We're not getting yeah. over that wall. Yeah. It's
0: doing little swirlies now, actually. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it is. Yeah.
2: So, but this is going to be the topic for a future show, so we're going to get off of that and move on to the next section.
0: On, on, the, spot. on, on the, spot. the spot. On the spot. On so, the spot. On the spot. It's going to be... Oh, that's nice mental. Thanks. <laughs> this is going to be a quick, just, uh, no one knows what the question is yet. So nope. It's just going to be a one sentence answer from everybody. What's your biggest takeaway from this past weekend? Hmm. Especially something that might help the listeners. Uh Jeff,
2: uh, biggest takeaway from me is that, um, This is Jay's race and don't mess with his rules.
0: (laughs) Hey, great.
1: Mental. Keep the part that's working in the car. Good. Chrissy.
3: Race monitor is awesome.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Try Race Hero next time, Chrissy. You won't be disappointed.
3: Some way to, I would, yes, some way to watch a race with little line items is great.
1: Hashtag, they should totally sponsor us.
2: Chris, what is your one sentence takeaway from this weekend?
0: Give your drivers every chance to save the car by making it easy for them to do so. Like coolant pressure warning lights.
2: Absolutely. Big gauges,
0: extra big you know, extra coolers. Mm. Yeah, everything in your line of sight. All that stuff. Make it easy for the drivers not to blow the car up.
1: Love that. Mm, yeah. An AMX dash, by the way, would totally do all of that. <laughs>
0: Yeah. but that's $1,200 just for the screen thing yeah. I looked it up
1: no, the, the, and the color one's actually more <sighs>
2: alright next show, next week's show uh, next week's show will be released on Halloween Ooh. so we are doing the spooky kooky Halloween show Uh th- Lots of great questions. We're going to do lots of round robins. It's going to probably be funny and quick and not nearly as technical as this show. (laughs) We're going to do a lot more storytelling and a lot more quick things. So uh, watch our social media because you two will be able to chime in. We're going to do uh, round robin questions like Chris just did on the spot. And we're going to make sure to have some listener feedback on each section. So, uh, yeah, there it is. All Halloween theme next week. Ah! That's loud! Sorry. Anyone else got anything good for the cause before we go on? Nope. Wrap it up. Thank you for downloading us. We hope you enjoyed this retrospective week's edition of everyone racers we'll help you join us in the world of driving racing and building because everyone can be a racer even you if you enjoyed this podcast please subscribe on itunes give us a five star rating even if you hate us give us five stars and tell us why if you have any questions or want to give us some show ideas drop a comment on our facebook page everyone racers or by email everyone dot racers at gmail.com find us on instagram or twitter at everyone racers thanks again and until next week keep the shiny side up unless you're already black flagged for leaking fuel then just keep the wheels down